0: Hi, Kurt Chamberlain here, host of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm really excited to tell you about Anchor.fm. It's a fantastic new podcasting platform that allows you to set up, distribute, and yes, even make money with that entertaining and informative new podcast that you're thinking about putting out there for the entire world to hear. Anchor offers you all the tools you need to get started broadcasting from your own PC or even your own phone. They even provide ways to monetize your podcast if you choose to, as well as analytics to show you how productive your podcast is and tips on improvement if needed. (laughs) Sounds great, doesn't it? But wait till you hear the best part. Anchor offers all of these tools absolutely free. That's right absolutely free. And there is no minimum listenership requirement. So what are you waiting for? Get started now with Anchor.fm. Just log on to Anchor.fm and get that message out there. Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday morning, July the 27th edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And once again, uh, we are very honored to have uh, Dr. J.B. Hickson with us again this morning. Uh, actually, I should say the very, very busy Dr. J.B. Hickson with us this morning. Uh JB, you are been at the, the Liberty Pastors Conference today in uh, Edmond, Oklahoma, is that right?
1: Yes, I tell you, I'm so uh, uh, blessed and thankful for the opportunity that, that my wife and I had to attend this conference. We're actually uh, skipped out of a session uh, right now to do this interview, but uh, just came from a very powerful uh, session with Dr. Lee Merritt, many of you may know that name, she's been on the front lines for fighting this uh, false uh, COVID narrative and a very respected spine surgeon, very accomplished, uh, published, and just been in medicine for 30 plus years. And uh, so she just literally, 10 minutes ago, was sitting in a session that she just wrapped up and it just uh, further clarified a lot of the stuff that uh, guys like you and I, Curtis, have been talking about throughout this pandemic.
0: I hope you got uh, a chance to speak with her briefly uh, I, I hope that happened. That were you able to speak with her about some things? I,
1: I was, and I uh, certainly thanked her for a lot of her information. Um, you know, she's been involved with, uh, of America's frontline doctors and other whistleblowers like Judy Mikovits and, uh, also, uh, Simone Gold, who of course is the founder of, uh, frontline doctors, um, and so, I, like I said, I've kind of followed her for a while um, and uh, but having now met her in person and spent some time sitting in her session, I'm just uh, even more impressed with her her heart and uh, her passion and the way she uh, understands what this is really all about. she She comes mm-hmm. from a medical perspective, so she can understand you know the science behind it, the way, that I can't, but yet she shares our worldview of understanding that there are some very bad people working at Satan's behest to try to usher in a one world control system. And this, uh, this, uh, uh, you know, false injection or this bio injection that they're using, experimental injection is a huge, huge part of that plan.
0: Yeah, it sure is. And I, I, you know, I'm also deeply appreciative of the work that she has, uh, is doing now by standing up and speaking out against what i consider to be uh, a plot against uh, most of humanity and uh, so it it takes great courage to do what she's doing and and uh, i hope you'll pass along to her if you get another opportunity to speak to her uh, uh, our appreciation uh, here at the christian underground news network for the work that she's doing
1: I, I certainly will do that, and uh, I've also mentioned the Christian Underground News Network to a few colleagues that are here. Uh, uh, David Fiorazzo is here from Stand Up for the Truth Radio, uh, and, uh, uh, and you know, when I stepped out, I mentioned I was going to be coming to do an interview on your uh, program, and so uh, we're kind of helping to spread the word. But uh, uh, so, yeah, if we're ready, we can dive in, and I'll kind of uh, set the stage for what we want to talk about
0: today. Absolutely. Um... Uh, we're going to have, I know this is going to be some critical and, and sometimes sensitive information, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but when I say critical, I mean it's of the highest importance that uh, you, you listen carefully uh, to, to what's going to be disseminated here. Um, like I said, JB, I think you agree with me. This is basically at its very root. a a plot against humanity at large and uh i think that a lot of people if they understood with the the roots of this where this is all coming from what what the basic foundation is for for this uh, they would be probably shocked and surprised but have a clearer understanding Um, and with that in mind uh, I think that we we both agree that the basic foundational premise for this is something called the Hegelian dialectic, and uh, maybe you could expound on that for us a little bit, if you would, please, sir.
1: Yeah, you bet. So um, I was thinking of the same thing. So um, to, to kind of back up even further and, and reiterate what, what you've been saying, You know, we are in a battle. Uh, Obviously, anybody who reads the Bible knows that, that uh, Satan, when he got kicked out of heaven, has been trying to take over this created realm, the earth, uh, uh, since he got kicked out. And uh, he considers this his playground, his territory. Uh, He's the god of this age, the prince of the power of the air. And uh, if you understand your Bible, uh, you know that he is rapidly, aggressively, uh working towards ushering in a one world satanic control system that will ultimately be led by the antichrist himself uh old and new testament prophets alike speak of the antichrist jesus himself talked about him and so uh we know this is what's coming and uh, if you take the time with a biblical worldview to look uh through the lens of history you'll see the fingerprints of Satan all over the place as he's been desperately trying to usher in this system. Right. What we see happening in our day today is that things have ratcheted up and it seems like he's knocking on the door. Now, I am uh, in the midst of a series on Wednesdays, which is available at notbyworks.org, called What in the World is Going On? I introduced that series last week with an hour and a half of video also available as a podcast. Uh, you can get to that at notbyworks.org. I'll be continuing that tomorrow night, Wednesday night. It will be live streamed at 6 o'clock Mountain Time, and, uh, and it will also be available recorded to watch later on video or podcast. But in that series, I'm explaining how we are really on the cusp, the brink of the shift from nationalism back to globalism. In other words, if you look at God's plan of the ages, it started out with a global view on earth. There was one basically people group, Adam and Eve, uh, uh, who were under the uh, direction directly from God, the creator himself. Uh, But uh, after the flood, God separated the people groups into nations. And ever since that time, we've been living in a nationalistic uh, world where each nation state has sovereignty and God is working in and through nations like the United States who have been spreading the gospel and doing incredible work for the cause of Christ. Um, But we are, according to the biblical record, going to once again revert back to a globalistic uh, system when the Bible comes full circle ultimately with Christ, the Son of God, the King of kings and Lord of lords coming back to rule and reign over a one world system and perfect peace and justice and righteousness.
0: And the book
1: of uh, Revelation tells us that he's going to strike the nations when he comes back. And Isaiah the prophet talks about how all the nations will be upon his shoulders and he will rule them uh, with a rod of iron. So that's where we're headed. And I believe we're right on the brink of that, that major shift once again, in God's plan from nationalism to globalism. And uh, a big way that Satan and his co-conspirators on Earth are seeking to usher in this satanic one-world system is through a philosophical methodology that is uh, attributed uh, to you know the, the 19th century uh, German philosopher George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel, and you referenced it. You called it the Hegelian dialectic. That's a, the, the phrase for his approach. And basically, what what his approach to accomplishing what you want to see happen is that you create, you have a goal in mind, you have something you want to accomplish, and then in order to get from point A to point B, you have to
0: manipulate the response of the people so that they think it's their idea. Right. In other words,
1: uh, especially, it's especially helpful in a Luciferian or satanic agenda where you know, you can't just stand up and say, hey, everybody that wants to worship Satan, follow me. You know,
2: that's are not going to get a whole lot of takers. So you've got to essentially create a
1: circumstance that causes people to react so that the what they are begging for and asking for, the, the solution, if you will, is in the end exactly what you wanted to see happen. Now, people use this on a very personal level all the time don't even realize they're using it, but it's it's basically manipulation, you know? If you are a very cunning and psychopathic type of evil person and you want to get someone to do something, you will orchestrate circumstances and situations in such a way that it will lead that person right down a path that you want them to go. You don't have to uh, uh, actively say, hey, follow me, you can sort of passively accomplish the same thing. So the common phrase for the Hegelian dialectic is problem-reaction-solution. Problem-reaction-solution.
2: And the focus is on the solution. The solution is where you want to go, where you want to get
1: people to to go. So if you want people to give up all of their rights, and privacy and, and all of these, the right to... Uh, you know, warrantless searches and these types of things, you've got to convince them there's a real danger out there that will justify in their minds giving up all of their constitutional rights. So you create an enemy uh, called the terrorism, an unseen, unquantifiable, nebulous enemy, and you convince people that if we're going to get this enemy, (coughs) we need you uh, to give up all your rights. (coughs) Mm
2: -hmm. That's
1: the reaction. And uh, and so the problem then is you've got to you know you've got to create a smoke screen or something that makes them think wow we're really in bad shape I better give up all my rights so that we can usher in this control grid this global police state right uh, so it's basically a synthetic solution or man made solution that comes from a conflict that was manipulated uh, so that you know they they can accomplish their predetermined agenda. Um, in the, the literature, the psychological literature, it's often referred to as thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Right. Thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Um, so uh, <laughs> once you once you put the thesis out there, you can anticipate what the antithesis will be, what the reaction will be, but that ultimately leads to a synthesis where. You, people's response merges with what you wanted it to be uh, to begin with. Right. Um, you know,
0: this, this, it puts me in mind, JB, um, uh, you know, that, that Hegel was basically using, uh, all throughout his dialectic philosophy, uh, a Trinitarian type of, of overtone. Um, uh, and that's, that's I think it was designed to be very deceptive, Um uh, and so it would be widely accepted as the norm yeah. yeah
1: yeah the same thing that we see in scripture with satan's final plan of the false trinity of satan the mm-hmm. antichrist and the false prophet right. um, so obviously the trinity is god the father god the son god the holy spirit god eternally exists in three persons and yet is one uh, and uh so in the in times after the rapture, we're going to see during the tribulation period a simulated uh, false Christ as part of a false Trinity. Yep. Uh, yep. The Antichrist will get his power from uh, uh, the, the uh, Satan himself, in the same way that Christ uh, emanates from the Father. Now, Christ is obviously a, is God Himself in the flesh. He's not a, a metaphor, or he's not an expression, or some of those false ways that people describe the trinity, uh, but in the same way that God the Father anointed Christ, and and this is my son in whom I am well pleased, hear him, follow him, uh, Satan will give his power to the antichrist, and then the false prophet is the one who's going to go out doing the bidding of the antichrist during that seven-year period. So, I think you're right. I think there's a a satanic paradigm uh, hidden within the Hedelian dialectic Hegelian dialectic that is trying to uh, subconsciously
0: call to mind this fake unity. You know? a- absolutely. Um, absolutely. Very, so, uh, very deceptive. Uh, yeah. Another way that we see the Hegelian
1: dialectic play out is through the false left right paradigm in our mm. culture today. Another way you'll hear it referred to uh, among those who kind of know what they're talking about is the controlled opposition.
2: Mm-hmm. So we know for a fact from leaked, leaked documents
1: that came out of the uh, Council on Foreign Relations that uh, this idea of a two-party system, Republican, Democrat, so-called right and left, was a contrived, uh, a controlled opposition, to the Hegelian dialectic. It wasn't organic. It was intended to be put in place so that the ones that are really pulling the strings, the Luciferian elites, can accomplish their agenda, and yet the conservatives, and in many cases that means Christians, Bible-believing patriotic Christians, can feel like they have somebody out there that resonates with them, and they can feel like they have a safe haven to run to. And so um, when uh, when they, these leaked documents uh, came out, um, they showed that their plan was to have a fake two-party system that was really controlled by the same ultimate people, so that, quote, every four years, people could throw the rascals out if they thought they didn't like what they were doing. Right, right. So that's what we've seen happen, is uh, is this this pendulum swinging from the right to the left, but nothing ever changes, you know? we We, we get worse and worse and worse. And it ought to be very self-evident, especially after what all just went on in the 2020 election. I think most conservatives are now awake to the fact that Fox News is not conservative. CNN is not liberal. They're both satanic. That's the difference. And uh, my my book that came out in 2012 called The Great Last Day's Deception, probably that premise more than anything else caused a lot of negative reaction and pushback from people because... In that book i outline satan's deceptive plan and how it's being played out and then you get all the way to chapter eight of my book and i talk about ten lies that most christians believe and one of them is the lie is that fox news is conservative and cnn is liberal well most people were so conditioned and brainwashed and have you know fallen prey to the Hegelian dialectic they just couldn't accept that and uh but now we know you know so why is fox news out there pushing this experimental bio-injection that's killing people by the thousands, uh, and CNN's are pushing the same thing, you know? Right, uh, and you know, it, really... <laughs> it, it
0: puts me in mind of something Henry Kissinger once said to the uh, United Nations Assembly in 1979 uh, during the, uh, no, it was 1991, I'm sorry, during the L.A. riots uh, when those were going on. And uh, oh, yeah. he, he said that we'll have a new world order. And uh, yeah. he said today, Americans would, would be all up in arms about uh, the United Nations or some other police force coming in and, and taking control. He said, but tomorrow they'll be grateful because we're going to promulgate a crisis. All we need is the right crisis whether real or promulgated, and we will be able to affect uh, the desired outcome that way. Uh, when people decide that there's a real threat to humanity, whether it's real or not, uh, they'll be willing to give up their rights to secure their their safety.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've I, I often uh, given that quote, and he's one of the most... Uh, evil men on the planet he's at the top of the, the tier of the luciferian conspiracy i talk about him a lot in my series spirit of the antichrist uh, which is an 18 video series that uh, we just published last fall um, you can check that out uh, at our website as well but henry kissinger is also the one who said quote the
2: population should be our highest priority oh yeah um, and uh, so, you know,
1: and he's he's part of the World Economic Forum. He's the he's you know he runs in the same circles. Uh, one of the things I'm going to be talking about in our next installment uh, tomorrow night of what in the world is going on is uh, how a lot of these Luciferian elites all wear. They love symbolism. They absolutely thrive on symbolism.
2: Mm-hmm. And it just gives them power to have these secret
1: handshakes and secret. Gestures and pins that they wear, but they're all wearing uh, pins these days. You see it among—I've uh, got pictures of uh, recently of Bill Gates wearing it, Emmanuel Macron, the French president, mm-hmm.
2: uh, the uh, guy that's general uh,
1: secretary or, or director general of the World Health Organization, um, and people like Kissinger wearing this pin that is basically a eugenics pin, so you know, you know, pointing people towards this one-world system where the bloodlines of the, you know, the ultimately went out and all the rest of us useless breeders are just uh, wiped off the the face of the earth. Uh, And that sounds pretty harsh and pretty wild out there. And if your listeners have never looked into this, um, I I really encourage you just, you know, don't just take my word for it, but really look into it. And I've got plenty of research that you can use as a starting point uh, from some of the materials that I've written and videos that we produced, and I would say just tune in tomorrow night, we're going to we're gonna talk about this, but remember, you know, our starting point for all of this is the Word of God. Uh, it's the only yeah. basis for our beliefs, attitudes, and practices, That's right. and when you look at world history through the lens of Scripture, you see that this is all, you know, right out of the pages of, of God's Word. This is what we expect to happen, this is what God says will happen, and mm. this is what is happening. That's right. Um, but, you know, this depopulation agenda... Uh, really, would be a good segue uh, if we have time to start in this segment uh, into the discussion of, of the uh, the COVID, so-called COVID vaccine, which is really an experimental bio injection, and how that relates uh, to the population. So, um,
0: yeah, we've got how about we doing on time. We, well, we've got about uh, eight and a half minutes to break, JB. So, uh, go okay. right ahead. Let's right. get started. I'll I'll give you. A, a shout out when we get close.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, uh, it's, it is, really becoming, uh, obvious to even the greatest skeptics who are inclined to to believe what our satanic leaders in our government tell us that they've been lied to. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the fact of the matter is this, uh, you know, this pandemic has a global, I mean, this virus, so-called COVID virus, which is just the SARS-CoV-2 uh, severe acute respiratory syndrome version two that came out in 2019. Um, it, we believe it was clearly orchestrated. You've seen uh, this talked about quite a bit in the halls of the Senate lately, as Rand Paul, for example, has been drooling uh, Satan worshiper Anthony Fauci about his involvement in funding the gain of function research to make this or well, this bio weapon jump over to humans, mm-hmm. so but regardless of the origin of it, uh, which again is not is really been exposed beyond a reasonable doubt. The fact of the matter is, it has a ninety nine point eight percent global survival survivability rate. So right. it is on par with the normal flu season. Right. Uh, what you don't the reason people don't understand that is because they fall prey to this controlled opposition. Mass Media Mind Control, where they showed us pictures of nursing homes and families looking through the window, sharing a meal together and crying because they couldn't see grandma. And they showed little ticker counters in the corner of the Fox News and CNN, tallying the deaths. But if they'd have done that in 2019 with the flu, it would have been the same numbers. Yeah. Same number of people died. Yeah. People die from the flu. It's terrible. It's tragic. I'm not minimizing it at all. Right. Uh, if your grandmother or grandfather or your son or daughter whoever died, that's tragic. And I, I feel your pain. We've all lost people that we love. Yes. But you need to see beyond the propaganda and recognize that this this is never before have we shut down the world and forced people to take a vaccination for a what in ninety nine point eight percent of the cases is nothing more than a cold, uh, if that has a ninety nine point eight percent survival or we just don't do it. We
0: have never we've never uh, done it. Historically it's never been done.
1: No, never. And then you start looking as we're gonna talk about tomorrow and I at all I have by the way I have sixteen uh, sixteen uh, what did I call it here sixteen evidences or sixteen proofs that The COVID-1984, as I call it, uh, pandemic is part of a pre-planned global agenda. Uh, I mean, these are 16 smoking guns. Uh, And the very first one is the fact that literally hundreds of thousands of medical doctors reject the government's COVID narrative. I mean, they talk about, you know, science deniers and science rejecters and all this. Well, what science? I mean, they're only given one side of the story That's right. most medical doctors are to be blunt ignorant they don't read the literature they just follow the party line mm-hmm. what they're told but if you take the time to read the journals and listen to those that are informed again hundreds of thousands of them a group of medical doctors in germany uh, uh that you know you know came out they said quote the Corona Panic is a play. It's a scam, a swindle. It's high time we understood that we're in the midst of a global crime. Look it up. They call themselves doctors for information. Uh, they push a medical newspaper with more than five hundred thousand copies in circulation every week, seeking to inform uh, the public about this massive misinformation. Uh, and uh, they also organize mass protests. For example, last fall. They had 12 million people that signed up and several million showed up in person, the rest watching online uh, as these this massive group of medical doctors uh, throughout the UK, but it was held in Germany, are exposing this global uh, you know, this global cry. Uh, in Spain, a group of six hundred medical doctors called Doctors for Truth uh, made a similar statement. Uh, during a press conference, they said, quote, COVID-19 is a false pandemic created for political purposes. This is a world dictatorship with a sanitary excuse. We urge doctors, the media, the political authorities to stop this criminal operation by spreading the truth. And then, of course, by now, most people in America have heard of America's frontline. Uh, doctors. Yes. Uh, where literally tens of thousands of doctors have signed on. They held protests on the steps of the Capitol. But you don't hear a peep about any of this in the mainstream media because it doesn't fit uh, the narrative.
0: It doesn't fit uh, their narrative. Doctor, doesn't fit their purpose.
1: No. No. They, they, it's an agenda. It's an agenda-driven thing. Doesn't mean people aren't dying, but people die every year from the flu. Uh, and so. Uh, but basically, quote, American American life has fallen casually due to, to, to a massive disinformation campaign. Mm. Americans continue to let so-called experts and media personalities make their decisions. The great American experiment of a constitutional republic with representative democracy will cease to exist. Wow. You know, I, I saw uh, just recently uh, Peter McCullough, who, I mean, this guy is, I mean, Credentials, credentials that wouldn't even fit on one page. He's oh, wow. a professor of
2: medicine and a right. vice, vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor
1: University. also teaches at Texas A&M University. Uh, he is one of the most widely cited physicians in the world. I've got a screenshot of him from C-SPAN where he appeared uh, in front of uh, Congress for, uh, I think it was a Homeland Security thing unrelated to COVID. But, uh, I mean, this guy is is top
0: yeah here. yeah he, he, he says, is highly learned and very credible source yeah and he's just one of thousands i'm just kind of trying to
1: give people a, a glimpse because if all they listen to is cnn or fox news then they think that you know all oh, this is just a bunch of wacky tinfoil ad conspiracy theorists out there that say that the, that the vaccine is dangerous well no no not, not at all these are top level guy he says that uh, by the end of the first six months of these mass inoculations, the vaccine death rate had already climbed to 50,000. Oh talk about how it's actually more like 4.5 million. But anyway, uh, which he says is 10 times higher than the published number. This was after just six months. We've come a long way since then, uh, and it's much more frightening. Uh, but he says uh, that it, it, we're, what we're going to see is, you know, uh, the, the, the real threat is the vaccines. This is his words. The real threat is the vaccines, frightening people by relabeling the common flu as a deadly pandemic, and then using that to that fear to stampede them into accepting a vaccine that causes infertility and early death is nothing less than population reduction mm. by bioterrorism.
2: Mm-hmm, I mean, mm. uh,
1: you know, and I don't even know if this guy's a believer. i not. He's not necessarily just some guy that follows not by works ministries and is out there just trying to, you know, say what we're saying is true. I mean this guy's an independent. And and again, so hundreds of thousands. You know, Carrie and many of you uh you know, watched her video, A Wake Up Call to the World, where she talks about the Moderna vaccine in particular. But, you know, you mentioned um uh Henry Kissinger Another Luciferian globalist uh, who just died uh, in 2017 was Zbigniew Brzezinski. Yes. And people that follow politics will know his name because he's been in you know both Democratic and Republican administrations, kind of like Anthony Fauci uh, has. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he served under Lyndon Johnson. He served under Reagan uh, and so forth. He was appointed by David Rockefeller uh, as the first director of the Trilateral Commission. Tell me what he says. These are the guys who need
0: to be we've to got be about ready. we've got about fifteen seconds, JB. Maybe that would be okay. a good segue into our next half hour.
1: Yeah, you bet. We'll we'll pick up uh, after the break with uh a big new Brzezinski because he says some pretty some pretty revealing stuff.
0: All right, tune in. Uh, we will continue in just a few moments. Don't leave us Ah, thank you for returning and hanging in with us. Uh, I don't know how anybody could possibly turn away from such uh, scintillating information. Anyway, but we're glad you're back and uh, continuing our discussion about uh, the Hegelian dialectic, uh, the COVID nineteen conspiracies. And, and things of that nature uh, that are going on right now. JB, we're with, with J., uh, Dr. JB Hickson, uh, who has uh, graciously uh, given us some of his time, even during uh, attending the, the Liberty Pastors Conference in Edmond, Oklahoma. So JB, thanks again for being with us today and taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, discuss some really important stuff with us. Now, when we left off in the first half hour before break, uh, you had uh, brought up the name Zbigniew Brzezinski. And I think that's probably a name uh, familiar to most people, but uh, could you elaborate a little more on who he is and, and what kind of role he has played in past administrations and maybe what's going on currently?
1: Yeah, you bet. So the the reality is, um, you know, nothing happens by accident. Uh, most of what we see happening is orchestrated by some pretty powerful people behind the scenes, and mm-hmm. uh, they they understand the human psyche, they understand the mind, and through the power, demonic powers of Satan, I believe they are able to manipulate and control the masses. Um, And so we've been talking about the Hegelian dialectic, which is this notion of sort of manipulating the decisions that people make so that essentially they willingly let you do what you really want to do, even if it might be harmful to them. Uh, So it's it's basically deception. And so Zbigniew Brzezinski is a big-time Luciferian world leader who's been involved uh, at the uh, upper echelons of this control mechanism for decades, he, he's he's dead now. He died in 2017. But uh, back in 1970, he, he wrote 1970. He wrote a book called "Between Two Ages," which essentially reads like you know Klaus Schwab's book on the Great Reset today. I mean, he was yeah, talking right. about this stuff way back then. And uh, and one of the things that he predicted, as he served in different Democratic and Republican administrations, advising these leaders. Uh, uh, you know, is that we would fast become a one-world system. And so I wanted to read from you for you a quote uh, of his uh, that sort of basically explains how what we see happening with this uh, uh, experimental bioinjection uh, that many people are lining up to take uh, is in fact uh, you know really a big, bigger has a bigger agenda behind it. In other words, it's not about the virus, it's about the vaccine. That's right. What people need to understand. It's, it's seldom about what it's about. Um, you need to ask yourself, why are they pushing so hard, so desperately? And then just this week, all over the news are uh, talks of how they really need to make this mandatory. Yeah. Mandatory. You know, last time they did that, it didn't work too well back in 76 with uh, Nixon, or I mean Ford, uh, with the swine flu that wasn't <laughs> back in the 70s. Right. Uh, and by the way, when they rolled that one out under emergency use authorization, that's another thing people need to remember. This is not an authorized approved vaccine. That's no, the reason no. you hear me and, many,
0: it's not. me and many
1: others call it a, an experimental bioinjection. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has never received uh, approval. It's, in, it's under the emergency use authorization. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. I'm going to show you directly the screenshots from the FDA website and the cdc website explaining what they mean by emergency use and how it's not uh, under the same standards uh, but anyway they're now you're seeing a lot of uh talk about mandating it why why do they need um uh, you know to mandate something that has a 99.8 survival rate globally anyway and by the way for children and the healthy that are you know, have no comorbidities, no underlying health concerns. It's like a 99.999999999%. It's like almost the, the the mathematical equivalent of zero chance of dying. Right. And yet they're convincing people that we need to give this injection. So with that backdrop, listen to these um, really haunting words, if you will, uh, from Zbigniew Brzezinski 50 years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He said, quote, the technotronic era, which is what he's talking about, all the elite are talking about ushering in this new world, you know, great reset. The technotronic era involves the gradual appearance of a more controlled society. Such a society would be dominated by an elite, unrestrained by traditional values. Mm-hmm. And what he means there in context is traditional
2: values of liberty and freedom. Right. He says soon it will be possible to assert almost
1: continuous surveillance over every citizen and maintain up-to-date complete files containing even the most personal information about the citizen Mm -hmm. these files will be subject to the instantaneous retrieval by the authorities shortly the public will be unable to reason or think for themselves they'll only be able to parrot the information they've been given on the previous night's news.
2: Yep. Again, continuing, this is new Brzezinski, he says, quote,
1: Persisting social crisis, the emergence of a charismatic personality, and the exploitation of mass media to obtain public confidence, would be the stepping stones in the piecemeal transformation of the
2: United States into a highly controlled society. Mm -hmm. And then finally, he says, Today it is infinitely easier
0: to kill one million people than it is to control one million people. Wow! Now I know. Yeah, let me
1: repeat that. Today it is. This is a big new Brzezinski quote. Today, by the way, this quote
2: he gave just before he died in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, today it is infinitely easier to kill one million people than to control uh, one million people. Oh my God! Now you, you overlay that. Quote
1: with the current uh, culture where if you, if you know anything about the one world Luciferian system that they've been trying to usher in, really Satan's been trying for 6,000 years oh, yeah. uh, but desperately in the last 100 years mm-hmm. um, what is standing in their way? Well what's standing in their way is the United States of America um, I mean for all of our problems and believe me it is a cesspool of satanic ritual abuse and Luciferianism inside the beltway of Washington, D.C., right. but notwithstanding that, everybody knows that the fingerprints of God are all over this nation. We were founded uh, in, a, in a culture of people wanting religious freedom, and of course, we are the most freedom-loving Christian uh, nation uh, in the world, and it's because, it's I believe it's because of the United States of America, and gun owners are the only nation in the
0: world where you can own a gun. Yeah, uh, that yeah. they haven't been able to usher in their system. We are standing in the way. Yep, yeah. our yeah, our sovereignty. Yeah. yeah, and They talk about this openly, blatantly
2: in all of their books, and you just heard Brazil, there's a big new Brzezinski talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to destroy us in order to bring
1: in the one world, new world order. They have to destroy America. So when he says things like it's infinitely easier to kill one million people than to control one million people. Uh, that that has a context, and then you you take a look at uh, all of the deaths from this uh, you know this virus. We talked about I mean, this vaccine, alleged vaccine. We talked about this I think last week on our Tuesday uh, conversation, but uh, and you pointed out something in real time at, at, during last Tuesday's interview that was breaking that day, which I've since uh, uh, you know research and have put into our presentation for tomorrow. But uh, what people need to understand is that the, the official record about what's happening with these deaths uh, with this vaccine is just the official record is off the charts. Right. So, so let me give our listeners a couple of statistics here that have been updated since last Tuesday. So I think I mentioned last Tuesday that from august 1st of 2007 through november 30th of 2020 which is a time span of 13 years and four months over that 13 year and four month period the official reporting system voluntary reporting system for deaths from a vaccine which is called the VAIRS, the vaccine adverse event reaction reporting system uh, adverse event reporting system uh had Listed, again, over 13 years and four months, 3,001 deaths from any and all uh, vaccines. This was before COVID. This was right up to November 30th of 2020. Remember, the first COVID vaccines came out in December of 2021. Right. So now from December 1st through the latest that I've been able to find is July 19th, so eight days ago of this year, which is a, a period of just, you know, eight months, not quite eight months, uh, just from the three COVID experimental vaccines that are available in the United States alone, not counting other normal childhood vaccines, but just the COVID vaccine, we have seen on record, according to the CDC, 12,313 deaths. So that's four times as many deaths as we saw from all other vaccines combined over a 13 plus year period and that, Curtis, is just the official number. Now, what you pointed out last week is that a whistleblower at great risk <laughs> has come out <clears throat> from within CDC and is now a key witness in a lawsuit uh, being filed by America's Frontline Doctors in which she says they have covered up documentation that shows their the real number is more like 45,000.
0: Right, deaths. right. And even that is from one of only six sort
1: of reporting lines. In other words, it's a voluntary system that doctors and even patients themselves can go online and say, hey, I took the vaccine and I had adverse effects. Right. And there's multiple ways you can do that. But if they all sort of end up landing in the same pot called FAIRS, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, mm-hmm. a government-run group by the CDC. Uh, and uh, although the CDC is not technically government-run itself, but... Anyway, the government sanctioned this VARE system as a means of people reporting problems
2: with vaccines. Yeah.
1: So so really, so now you're up to forty five thousand. And then think about this. Fewer, according to a Harvard study that was initiated to, to see the effectiveness of the Bear system, in other words, how much how many people are actually reporting adverse effects to the VARES system when they get a vaccine? And a Harvard study, uh, uh, done in 2011, and showed that "quote fewer than one percent of vaccine adverse events are reported." So, if you do the math, that means by their own official numbers, never mind the whistleblower and the lawsuits and all of this. Just what you go to their website right now this on the CDC and look it up. That means that if you know if only one percent are reported, that in reality the deaths right now caused by COVID over the last by the COVID injection. The, the, vaccine, the alleged vaccine,
0: in just the last eight months, are 1.2 million. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so you, you see people dying right and left, but what they're doing
1: is just the opposite of what they did with with the virus. With the virus, you could get killed in a motorcycle accident. They called it a COVID death. They were testing people posthumously uh, to see if they had COVID, uh, and anybody that had a cold or flu... Was considered COVID, even though you might have died from pneumonia or a heart attack or upper respiratory problem.
0: How, now, how, They're doing just the opposite. How fraudulent can? How fraudulent yeah. is that?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I've got some other, uh, you know, late breaking news on that as well. But just to complete that thought, uh, so what they're doing now is vaccinated people are dying. But they're saying, "Oh, they died from a blood clot," or "Oh, they died from an aneurysm," or "Oh, they
0: died from myocarditis," or "They died from from throm- They're thrombo- not saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So they're not saying
1: that they that they that these uh, death uh, mechanisms were caused by the vaccine. Which, as doctors like Dr. Lee Merritt and others, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. Jerry Tenpenny, and others have demonstrated unequivocally, they are. So I any mean, yeah, you know, and, and then like that, Dr. McCullough that we talked about from Baylor and Texas A and M said, "Give it three to six months, and we're going to see some pretty frightening, uh, you know, frightening data." Now, you know, another thing that quietly came out this week uh, that you know very few people are talking about, and was it was only reported in a uh, in a sort of buried deep in a Fox News article. But not as mainstream, but on July 25th, just two days ago, the CDC quietly announced that it was withdrawing its request to the FDA for emergency use authorization of the PCR test. Now, oh, people don't realize yeah. that this this PCR test that told us millions of people were getting COVID last year and caused us to lock down and quit worshiping God on Easter Sunday, that PCR test was never approved by the FDA either, just like never. the vaccines are not. Never was it
0: also was given emergency use authorization that's right and, but now they've come out the cdc no less has
1: come out and said well we're going to withdraw that emergency use authorization we no longer recommend using the pcr test because it cannot distinguish between covid and the
0: flu yeah it, it registered too many false positives and that's that's from the yeah. cdc
1: many were saying last year. See, people were, that were in the know uh, knew this and were talking about it last year, top-level virologists and scientists and yeah. doctors. Oh, yeah. she, she actually said today that last year it was it was producing uh,
0: false positives along the lines of 90% of the time. Oh, my goodness. And so now the CDC is admitting it
1: and saying this test that we used last year to tell everybody they had COVID and to, to monger the world into submission. In reality, you can't tell the difference between COVID and the flu. And in fact, if you had ever had a simple cold, which is coronavirus, I think your listeners know just means cold. That's the virus behind Mm -hmm. the
2: cold. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you'd ever had a cold, even if it had been a week ago, that swab in your nasal cavity was going to come back as positive (laughs) for COVID. (laughs) That's right.
1: So, you know, it's unbelievable that they deny, 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 and then uh, quietly without any reporting on it admit oh yeah you, you guys were right all along we were just kidding Yeah. so, so I mean keep that in mind so mm-hmm. this, this vaccine this vaccine that they're pushing has never been approved uh, it has serious uh, questions about it's you know safety uh, and you know and now they're saying that the, the alleged reason everybody needs to take it was based on a test that does not work and which has been
0: pulled you know, from the market. I mean, I, you can't make this stuff up. No, no you, you can't. And and the evidence is clear. Clearly, you this know, is all fraudulent. Yeah, it's
1: not speculation. So, no. so here's the official narrative of the COVID-19 vaccine, according to the CDC. Okay? If you get this vaccine, which they admit is still... Never been approved. It's still ongoing testing. Uh, but if you get it, number one, they tell you, you can still get COVID. And in fact, all across the world, not just the United States, government officials, leading doctors, health organizations are coming out and saying that 60, 70, 80% of new, quote, COVID cases are among the vaccinated. Okay? And they've never never said that wouldn't happen. They In fact, they told you up front, look. We want you to take this vaccine, um, and if you get it, if you take the vaccine, you can still get COVID. Number two, if you get the vaccine, you must still wear a mask. (laughs) Number three, if you get the vaccine, you must still social distance. (laughs) Number four, if you get the vaccine, you're still going to have to get further vaccines later, or boosters, or second and third installments, because we don't think this is helping you um, not get the uh, virus. And in fact, as we've already told you, you can still get the virus if you get the vaccine. So they're trying to push you to take a vaccine that you'll still get COVID, even if you have the vaccine, you still have to wear a mask, you still have to social
0: distance, you still have to
1: get boosters, and on top of that, we now find people are dying by the tens of thousands, all for a flu-like respiratory illness with a 99.8% survival rate to begin with. Isn't that
0: something? It's not Uh
1: about them. It's not about the
0: virus, it's about the vaccine. It, it is, and uh, you're right, JB. And uh, what what really kind of uh, chaps my hindquarters on this is that they're calling it a vaccine, they're calling it safe. It's not really truly a vaccine, is it? It's, it's really messenger RNA genetic therapy. And what this thing is doing is actually teaching the body to harm itself instead of teaching the cells in the body to do what they normally do in conjunction with the immune system and defend the body. This thing is actually teaching the body to attack itself.
1: Yeah, no question. And Dr. Merritt just talked about that in the session that I just came from with her in person here within the last hour. So, uh, it's not about the, the, vac- the, the virus; it's about the vaccine, and it is a dangerous bioweapon. And it's the classic case of what we began the show by talking about, and that is the Hegelian dialectic.
0: Right. Uh, they wanted to depopulate
1: um, the earth, uh, and, and they've been talking about this this eugenics program for centuries. Yep. And I'm going to give. i start out tomorrow night in my "What in the World Was Going On" session video. Um, by giving you quote after quote from world leaders and, and and people that are involved in the World Economic Forum about how desperately we need to reduce the world's population, so if that's what their goal is, mm-hmm. then they sit back in their smoke filled rooms as they you know conspire with Satan and try to come up with a way to make that happen. And they say, well, how can we get people to willingly die? I mean, we can't just we can't just you know forcibly line them all up and shoot them, although many dictators and tyrants do that, and there may come a day when that happens in America. I don't know. But, you know, as Zbigniew Brzezinski said, it's infinitely easier to kill a million people today than it used to be, because all you got to do is convince them there's this terrible boogeyman out there called the COVID-19 virus, and it's going to kill you, and it's going to kill your grandmother, and you better take it, Uh, and, And when in reality, once you take it, unbeknownst to you, it's actually ultimately going to kill you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds harsh. I know people are probably thinking, this guy's nuts. That's fine. Don't believe me. You know, you don't have to believe me. You just read the Word of God, pray, and uh, over time, the Spirit of God will begin to
0: expose uh, and bring into light what yes. these Luciferians have been doing. But in their own words,
1: they want to kill you. And, and the fact is, as Dr. Merritt just told us uh, today, and many other doctors are exposing the problems as well, people are dying from this Uh, Vaccine. Now, some people may be listening and say, well, I took it and I didn't die, or I know someone who took it and they didn't die. That's fine. Uh, You haven't died yet, (laughs) and and maybe for some people, your natural immune system and other things are able to fight off the uh, pathogens that are in this experimental bioinjection, and maybe by God's grace, it won't kill you, but many people are, you know? (laughs) And so why would you risk it? That's what I don't understand. Why would you risk
0: it? And JB, have you have you heard of something called the Deagle Report?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I show that. Uh, I can't remember if I showed it last week or if I'm going to show it this week tomorrow. But it's uh, if you don't mind, I'll tell your listeners uh, what that is. Yeah,
0: please so, do. Yeah. So that's a
1: uh, website that a lot of guys that are kind of really into tracking military maneuvers and world. Uh, positioning of troops and other things from a sort of a military warfare type perspective love that site and they report on a lot of that stuff but their site which the site's still up but the page that I think you're referring to that I'm about to explain that actual page on the site
0: has been taken down you can find
1: screenshots of it
0: it has magically disappeared I can verify that
1: yeah but you can go to uh, the archive site where you can find a lot of archive websites that are kept up there for a period of time from anywhere on the world wide web and you can still find it uh, there. But anyway, they, they list, um, the projection projected population of different countries around the world over time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, at the time that this particular report was posted, it showed, uh, the U S population, I think was 325 million. If I remember right, it was 300,
0: 337 million. $337 okay. Yes, Okay. And, uh, and, and then it said by the year 2025, it would be $100 huh. No explanation, no, yeah, how, you know, how do they, how's how, that how, going to happen? How do they know that? Yeah, and how do they know that? So, well, they
1: know it because there are people that are in powerful positions that are, uh, are pushing an agenda. And a lot of what we think ha-
2: happens is organic is not organic. It's synthetic. It was controlled. It yep. was orchestrated. That's right. And uh,
1: so, yeah, they're definitely. Uh, uh, you know, by the way, there's a lot of literature out there if you look deeply enough
0: that references the year 2025 no, that's uh, right. as part of the 2030 agenda. Yep. Uh,
1: and I don't know if I'll have time to get into that tomorrow night, but in, in the coming sessions of our "What in the World Is Going On" uh, series. Uh, I'll be talking about significance that a lot of people think uh, are, are referencing 2025. So I know we're about out of time, but I want to mention once again, uh, if you go to notbyworks.org, on the main page there, you hover over the videos menu on the left, you'll see one of the submenus that pops up is what in the world is going on. You click on that, you'll be able to watch all of our installments. Right now there's just one, but after tomorrow there'll be another one. Or you can go to our website, click live stream every Wednesday night at six o'clock mountain time now. So you
0: have to adjust for your time zone, but six o'clock mountain
1: every Wednesday. And we'll be uh, talking about what in the world is going on. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, JB, I watched last week's episode and boy, that's, that's good stuff. I really love the presentation. Uh, you, you've laid that out, uh, very masterfully and, uh, I mean, it's great information, really good stuff to know. And, uh, so I, I'm I'm going to recommend to all of our listeners, wherever you are on, on this globe, uh, you need to go to notbyworks.org and make sure that you tune in for the information that Dr. JB Hickson is putting out at Plum Creek Chapel on Wednesday nights. Uh, you do not want to miss it. Everybody needs to hear it. Uh, I really appreciated wow, I really appreciated it, JB. Uh, great stuff.
1: Yeah, thanks. And also, for those of you that aren't able to watch videos, uh, maybe just because you, you, you'd you rather listen while you're driving, all of our videos are also available as podcasts everywhere podcasts are found. So just search for Not By Works Industries on your favorite podcast provider, and you can listen to the audio version of the same presentation. Uh, but I recommend if you can watch the video, the visuals are very, very helpful. Um, But everybody ought to have two podcasts that they subscribe to, Christian Underground News Network, and not by Works Ministries.
0: (laughs) Amen. Amen. Thanks for the plug, JB. I appreciate that. Uh, Now, I do have one question about your upcoming uh, Wednesday night segment. Uh, Are you going to be touching at all on um, the United Nations Agenda 21 and uh, Agenda 2030 at all? Okay. We've got a long list of topics that we uh, that we intend
1: to talk about. Um, this Wednesday, I'll just tell you the outline. Again, we're continuing our discussion of the Great Satanic Reset that I laid the foundation for last Wednesday. We're going to talk about the Great Satanic Reset and depopulation. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Great Satanic Reset and the engineered pandemic. We're going to talk about the Great Satanic Reset and conditioning and control. Then I'm going to give you those 16 uh, reasons or proof that the COVID-19 pandemic is a part of a pre-planned global agenda and then time permitting, and if not, it'll just push to the the third week of this series. I I want to get into what I call franchised tyranny and the way Mm -hmm. they are getting organizations, private businesses, schools, hospitals, medical industry to require the vaccine for their people because the government cannot—they know that they can't—from the top down, require every citizen to get vaccinated. So they just franchise that tyranny out to other groups.
0: Well, they—they they just did it with the VA. So,
1: yes, first U.S. government
0: agency that is now requiring it. Okay. Yep, uh, just did it yesterday. So, well, listen, I'll yeah. tell you what, JB. I, I want to thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today uh, for a really vital discussion on on current events and uh how they relate to our everyday lives uh today and and from here going forward uh, once again uh for born again christians uh keeping our our eyes on jesus christ and giving him the preeminence and he is our hope and he is by the way uh the hope of every man woman and child on this planet uh so, JB, once again, thank you. Uh, really appreciate your time and uh, the the effort you put into all this research and, and disseminating it. Uh, You're a blessing, brother. And uh, we look forward to having you back next Tuesday, if possible.
1: Lord willing, yes, I plan on it. And thanks a so bunch. God bless you
0: guys. You bet. Um, so until this Saturday when we uh, uh, take to the airwaves again, We thank you for joining us, and um, we appreciate you sitting tight for some accurate, uh, albeit sensitive information uh, that we were discussing today, and we may have more of it again next week. We don't know, uh, but be sure and tune in this Saturday uh, when Pastor Dick uh, does some more teaching and preaching, and um, then again the following Tuesday when hopefully we have Dr. J.B. Hickson with us again. Until then... This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off. God bless and keep you.